This is Johnny, the chubby, Caucasian, Christian, closeted conservative. Some might say I'm everything wrong with the world, but don't take their word for it. Make up your own mind. Now, I know all of you are here to hear me talk about Kamala Harris and the border, and and we're going to get to that. I promise we're going to get there. But I wanted to give you a quick update on some Fauci files. I have been posting uh, Fauci files just about every day on my Facebook. Uh, just go to Facebook and search the Chubby Caucasian Christian Closeted Conservative and it should pop right up. I've been uh, reading just a handful of the Fauci emails a day. Please try to keep in mind, I have a full-time job and a wife and kid. So I can't sit down and just read 3,000 and a half pages of emails all in one sitting, but it is very interesting reading, um, <laughs> and I would like to share one just audio-wise with you. I, I posted this on Facebook uh, a little less than a week ago. This individual emails Dr. Fauci, and <laughs> as soon as I started reading this email, I was like, Dr. Fauci is dead in the water. And I'm surprised this has not been all over social media, mainstream media. If Donald Trump did anything like this, uh, they'd still be talking about it. Now, as soon as I start reading this, either he replies to this individual and we can (laughs) discredit him as a medical doctor completely, or he doesn't reply to this individual and he is just obviously a white supremacist, right? (laughs) So this individual, Lily... She emails him uh, talking about she's the author of a Chinese form of healing called, uh, I'm going to butcher it, uh, Qigong, I believe is how you pronounce it. It's Q-I-G-O-N-G. Anyhow, that's not important. She goes on to say that she's been studying this form of healing for over 30 years, 30 years, and she's looking at uh, coronavirus, coronavirus from this perspective. Uh, she talks about how she sh- she would recommend using the venom of a Vietnamese six-eyed sand spider, which can enter the cells externally, and habanero canapsis, which of course would enter the cells internally. And then we would use the elevated water levels of infants and children. And of course, the reason we would use these elevated water levels is because children don't really get the disease. And then, of course, she suggests that this should be followed up by other traditional Chinese medicines like acupuncture. Now, the white supremacist that Dr. Fauci is, he forwards this email to the NIAID public inquiries. If only he would have responded to her. She even says, I'd be truly honored to hear from you. I just wanted to touch base and give you my opinion. If only he would have responded to her, maybe we would have had a cure for COVID back in March. Of course, if he did respond to her, <laughs> then I would say that we should take away his medical license. This is a lose-lose, and I'm surprised no one else has talked about this. Now, I've been posting one of these Fauci files just about every day on Facebook, so go on Facebook and search the Chubby Caucasian Christian Closeted Conservative. And you can go along this journey with me. I've mostly just been uploading ones that I think are humorous and somewhat factual. And now what you really all came for is chewing the fat about Kamala Harris and the border.
what I really want to do is I need to find a way to create a timeline and post that on Facebook or post in the description here because the timeline is important. And I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. And I just want to apologize to you guys in advance. I'm going to have to play two Joe Biden clips this week just to try to get my point across. I am so sorry. I know it's difficult to listen to, but please try to remain focused. Don't just stare off in the space. List, try to listen to the important parts. Pick out the important parts. And I promise I, I'm going to help you with that. So March 24th, 2021 is when Kamala Harris received the assignment that she was going to be in charge of the border. Maybe she knew in advance, but that's when it was when the public was notified about it. So March 24, 2021, Joe Biden said this. But I've asked her, uh, the VP today, because she's the most qualified person to do it, to lead our efforts with uh, Mexico and the Northern Triangle and the countries uh, that uh, help us. We're going to need help in stemming the movement of... Uh, so many folks uh, stemming the migration to our southern border. So that was said on March 24th. Now, the week prior to that, it was all over the media. In fact, I believe I saw it on CNN and ABC and MSNBC. Of course, it was not talked about as much as they did on Fox News and then the New York Post. But Joe Biden was getting a lot of criticism because he hadn't had a press conference yet. There were pictures of him and Clinton, both Bushes, Obama and Trump, that showed that they had press conferences within their like first 20 or 30 days, and Joe Biden had not done it yet. A few days before March 24th, we were notified that March 25th, Joe Biden would be giving his first press conference. So he would be giving his first press conference the day after he gave her this assignment. That was the other big story in the news was the crisis at the border. In fact, that was when they were all bickering about, is it a crisis? Is it not a crisis? Every, putting labels on it. Jen Psaki said, oh, we just want to put labels on everything. Kamala Harris was even asked a question when she was getting on Air Force Two about whether she was going to go to the border. And this is what. This was her response. Do you plan to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. One of my favorite parts about that quote is USA Today did a fact check on that because everybody was saying that she laughed the border off. And <laughs> I highly doubt they would have done this for Trump, but they actually said that it was misleading and taken out of context. Maybe saying she just laughed off a border question is taking out of context, but the quote that I just played is, the, I mean, that is the context. She got asked about the border and she said, not today. <laughs> that was on March 22nd. So this was two days before she was placed in charge of it. She was placed in charge of it for the only reason, the only reason she was placed in charge of it was so the following night at Joe Biden's press conference, first press conference, he could say this. I'd like to circle back to immigration, please. Uh, you, you just listed the reasons that people are coming, uh, talking about in-country problems, saying that it happens every year. You blamed the last administration. Sir, I just got back last night from a reporting trip to the border where I met nine-year-old Joseph, who walked here 
from Honduras by himself, uh, along with another little boy. He had that phone number on him, and we were able to call his family. His mother says that she sent her son to this country because she believes that you are not deporting unaccompanied minors like her son. That's why she sent him alone from Honduras. So, sir, you blame the last administration, but is your messaging in saying that these children are and will be allowed to stay in this country and work their way through this process, encouraging families like Jose's to come? Well, look. <laughs> the idea that I'm going to say, which I would never do, if an unaccompanied child ends up at the border, we're just going to let him starve to death and stay on the other side. No previous administration did that either, except Trump. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. That's why I've asked the Vice President of the United States yesterday to be the lead person on dealing with focusing on the fundamental reasons why people leave Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador in the first place. Now, there's a couple things from this clip, and I'm so sorry that it's so long, but I didn't really, I didn't want to take it out of context because there's a lot here in this clip. So the first thing, I I would encourage everybody to go watch this. I'm going to put it in the description. I've already posted it on Facebook. You can go on C-SPAN, the C-SPAN website, and watch the entire press conference, there's actually a a transcript of this entire press conference, and you can search on the website for different words. Now, the first thing is, this is the first glimpse that we've gotten at Joe Biden's little note card. It's not really related to this Kamala Harris border thing, and we're going to talk, we're definitely going to touch on Joe Biden's cognitive issues in future episodes. But this is the first time we've seen his little note card. He actually calls on this reporter. The reporter doesn't like, it's not a regular Donald Trump press conference where people are yelling and raising their hands. He actually calls this reporter out. I believe you have a question. And as soon as she starts talking about the border, which if he had a note card, you think he would have already known previously, but maybe not. As soon as she starts talking about the border, he gets very smug. He gets this smile on his face. And for some reason, he starts moving around papers. It's like he's trying to get this answer in front of him when previously they were already talking about the border. You should have known that this question was coming. And then you ask this reporter, I digress. I digress. It's too much. It's too much. But when he starts hearing the question, he gets this very smug look on his face. It's the kind of look that an individual gives you when you're playing checkers, stratego, or maybe in his case, like tic-tac-toe, and they know that they've won or they've trapped you somehow. They they know it. He becomes very smug. And he, even like when she's asking the questions, he's like, that's incredible. That's incredible because he knows that he's not really going to have to ask answer this question. He's just going to give some heartfelt response about what Donald Trump did awful and how it's inhumane and how his heart breaks for these children. And then he gets to say, that's why I put Kamala Harris in charge. And that's exactly what he does. And in fact, I watched the press conference live. And as soon as he got asked this question, I was like, that's why he put her in charge yesterday was for this question. Because going into the press conference, 
I was like, I want to hear him talk about the border. I want to hear what his plan is for the border. And then when the question started being asked and the smug look came on his face, I realized that I had actually been slight, slightly deceived and I knew he wasn't going to give a real answer to it. So just to remind you, she was given the task on March 24th. This press conference was on March 25th. Now, I hope some common ground that a liberal Linda or liberal Larry might be able to find with me is that it's kind of a coincidence that we have this topic of the border gaining momentum in the media. Something has to be done. Republicans are causing a big fuss about it. Finally, to the part where Democrats, they're like, we got to say something. We have to say something. Something has to be done. He has this gigantic press conference that he has to prepare for. And just before it's about to happen, just before he's going to talk on this, just before this press conference, this momentous occasion where he's going to grace us with his presence, he makes the problem not his problem. Please, can we agree on that? That it's maybe related? That there's a chance that it might be related? Are you willing to even try to have that conversation? That there's a small chance that it might be related? With that, I mean, we're not even going to talk about what is wrong or right with the border. Now, those Larrys and Lindas out there, we can talk about that she's the best fit for the job and he had an issue. That's why he put her in charge. That, that That's fine. That's fine. But I just hope that we can agree that he needed to do something before his press conference on the 25th. Therefore, the only thing he could do was put her in charge. I also think that this kind of explains this story that's going out, um, mostly in the conservative media, this story that's being passed around about how Kamala Harris isn't happy with this assignment and might have actually been taken off guard by it. Now, I'm a pretty reason. I would like to think I'm a pretty reasonable person, and I'm sure that the conservatives have blown this out of proportion. But if we can agree that there was a last-minute change of the play before his press conference, this might explain some of Kamala Harris's frustration, which this frustration would be overplayed by the conservative media. I think. She was slightly caught off guard by it. I also think that she felt a little used and abused, that she knew he needed to cover his butt for the 25th, and that she was the easiest out to push the blame onto her. That would upset me. I also think what might play into it a little bit is the idea of when you're assigned a task that you really don't think that you should do. Someone at your job calls out or... You get assigned a task that's really not in your job description that you might not even really know what to do. Not saying Kamala Harris does not know how to take care of the border. Not saying that at all. But she's probably thinking, you brought me on to do other things. This wasn't really what we talked about when we decided to be running mates. I highly doubt Joe Biden said when he called her up to ask if she wanted to be his VP By the way, if we get in there, the border is going to be all you. I also think, and this might be a little tinfoil hat-ish, and that's fine. Um, You can call me out on that. But I would have loved to see Kamala Harris's expression on the 24th. Her and Joe Biden were both wearing masks. And 
I would have loved to see her expression when he gave her this assignment because I think it would have said a lot about how she feels. Personally, I think this might have been a circumstance where Kamala Harris realized Joe Biden's cognitive decline. I honestly do. She's idolizing this man. People are talking bad about him, saying that he's not all there. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, he's good. You should hear us talking. You know, he's fine. And then he comes to her and is like, I, I can't handle this. And I, my, I'm going to get in trouble. And so I, I need help. And I, I can't do it by myself. So I'm just going to blame it on you. All of that wrapped into one could maybe cause some friction and possibly some frustration on Kamala Harris's part. And all it takes is one paper pusher, one pilot, one individual working in the White House, someone on Air Force Two, anybody to hear her say something along the lines of, this is going to be stressful. I don't want to do this. This is going to be tough. We're going to have to spend a lot of time on that. That individual to spread it to the media and it gets blown out of proportion. Unfortunately, we are running out of time here. There is so much more about this topic to talk about. I'd love to pick up right where we left off, talk about her trips to Guatemala and Mexico and eventually to the border, and then like to cut the fat and get right to the border facts. So until next time, you can look me up on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just go to those websites and search the chubby Caucasian Christian closeted conservative and look for my eagle. A family member of mine painted that eagle and I loved it so much that she gave me the original and allowed me to use it for this podcast. She has a red bubble account where she has some beautiful artwork. She just recently did another eagle that's holding the American flag. It is beautiful. So go to her Redbubble account. Check out some of her artwork. You can find the link to her Redbubble account in my description. You can also go to Redbubble and search Robin N, the letter N, brown as in the color. And please subscribe, like, rate, and comment. I'd like to start a discussion. You can also go to my Anchor account. This is pretty cool. You can go to my Anchor account and leave a voice message. But until next time, we will see you later.